Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Managing Madrid podcast. I'm your host, Kian Sobani, joined by my good friend, Lucas Navarrete, who is here with me to tackle a subject uh, that is very heavy and uh, has brought a lot of, I don't know what the word is, but I've just been down for a few days. Can't 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 shake myself out of it, and uh, it's just weighing heavy on me, and I can't imagine what it actually weighs on Vinicius, who is the real victim here, not me. But it, but everything kind of just hurts my heart right now. So we're not going to talk about football. We're going to talk about the evolving story and all the updates that we can kind of um, piece together at the time of this recording. And I'm glad Lucas is here because Lucas has been championing championing um, the case to support Vinicius and against racism on social media for the past 24, 48 hours, whatever it's been since the game. And quite frankly, all season and quite frankly, all of our lives in La Liga. Um, but it's definitely hit a boiling point now. And it just gets worse and worse before it gets better because Javier Tebas, the man in charge of La Liga, is obviously not a competent enough person to deal with what's happening instead of tackling real issues and acknowledging what's happening in Spain. He is fighting with Vinicius on Twitter and trying to turn it around on him. And some of the Spanish media have tried to unearth it. A lot of the Spanish media have not, including probably the worst of the worst in Valencia, Super Deporte, who have uh, who have gotten this really, really wrong and uh, just continue to double down on their defense of, of racism. Lucas, welcome to the show, man. How are you Again, doing trying thanks. to keep up with all this stuff? It's just uh it's just tough as you mentioned it's uh it's been a tough couple uh days really uh, especially you know hearing all the nonsense uh, for all the listeners who don't know I live in Valencia and you know some of my not friends really but some people I know and even some people I uh, I don't know I've been very vocal about this I went uh the other day to to do some errands Around town and 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 stopped by uh, by a bar to to drink a a, a Coca Cola there, and you know you could hear the chatter from the from the guys there at the bar saying that uh, oh you you should not you should not be allowed to to say racist uh, stuff to Vinicius, but this kid man something's wrong with this kid. Uh, Real Madrid should get rid uh, should get rid of him. So this is the the narrative and. The, and the consensus in in Valencia, which is racism is bad, but and and there comes the the excuses, you know. So yeah, it's been a tough couple of days. I've just been trying to 
educate as many people as I can on the subject because I've I've also kind of realized some people who are at least acquaintances of mine um, have similar feelings like racism is bad but racism is is bad however and I those are such like anytime you use those words you need to really really rethink what you're saying um and and I still continue to get comments like don't you think Vinicius needs to change his behavior this is this is first of all I don't I don't know where to start with this but I'll say this even if it was true which it's not even if it was true that only one person has suffered from racist abuse because you hear a lot of well he's you know how come the other black players are not suffering even if that's true which it's not it's still not okay uh i mean you retweeted that video from from one member of the spanish media who had spoken about this you can elaborate on that but like yeah. the, the list is wrong long by the way antonio rudiger um Kameni in years past, Roberto Carlos, Samuel Eto, Diahabi a couple years ago, um, Iñaki Williams. Yeah. And uh, these are off the top of my head. There's in many, and I'm sure many cases that we don't even hear about. Great on Vinicius to actually put out a video that just documents these quote-unquote isolated incidents, which they're not. They're way more. It's a joke that the Spanish police use this as an opportunity for PR and, and remembered, oh yeah, Remember that thing from like a few months ago, back in September, when they hung that doll? We should probably go and arrest those things. It's a good time. Let's uh, get the cameras out. Okay, guys, here, make sure we film film this. We've arrested the people. Yeah, good timing. Thanks. That was months ago. <laughs> the uh, the process on this is ridiculous. Um, I just so so even if it was true, it's unacceptable. But it's also not true that he is the only person who suffers racism. But even if it was true, that the entire argument is completely nonsensical. People continue to double down, like Vinicius provokes and stuff. Please tell me how much he provokes when before he has even set foot in the stadium, there are people uh, doing monkey chants at him. Every single player or coach who has been interviewed outside of Spain in La Liga. When asked about Benitez's provocation, which is a nonsense, a nonsensical question to begin with, whether it's Jurgen Klopp or Kyle Walker or whoever, they've all shut it down completely and immediately. This is something that happens in La Liga, and people in La Liga double down on this narrative that Benitez provokes, uh, and and they think that they can judge his character more than someone like Kyle Walker can, who actually plays against them one on one. It's complete nonsense, and it's kind of heartbreaking. I mean, it, it's extremely heartbreaking. So, yeah, I'm I gonna have two points here, Kian, to make. Yeah, yes. is one is that you know, months ago we were vocal about the fact that Vinicius's behavior could be detrimental to the treatment he gets on the field. And that's the main uh, asterisk of this sentence. You know, we are not. Of course, we were not condoning racism back then. We were talking about the treatment he gets from, he gets from opponents from a physical standpoint, if you will. The aggressiveness uh, sometimes uh, the opposition and, and the opponents use against him. That's what we were talking about back in the day. We were definitely not talking about the, the racist stuff he gets on the field. So that, now that we got that out of, the, out of the way, I want to, as you mentioned, I thought uh, a Spanish journalist writer for, for El País uh, Manuel Javois put it uh, in a really uh, strong and, and, and 
also beautiful way, in my opinion, which is he mentioned, and I'm paraphrasing here, obviously, that, you know, the fact, like, I'm trying to paraphrase because obviously his comment was in, in Spanish, so I'm trying to translate while, while remembering what he said. But he basically said that Vinicius um, doesn't have to behave the way you want him to in order for you not to be a racist. You know, this is this is the main point he made. Yeah. And he said that, you know, that Vinicius' behavior doesn't justify racism which and he made a quick point if a black man uh, i don't know punches you in the face all of a sudden in the middle of the street that black man maybe can go to jail you're definitely entitled to to, to talk to the police about it but you're still not entitled to to call him racist uh shit you know racist names and this is the main point uh, he made, you know, even if Vinicius was actually and were to be provoking, nothing justifies uh, the racist uh, names he's been called. So I don't know. And it's perplexing seeing some of the Spanish uh, media reacting the way they have. Super Deporte It's disappointing seeing the way they've reacted to this. Even though you, they obviously hate uh, Real Madrid and support Valencia. Also, some of the some members of the of the political sphere trying not to lose votes for for next Sunday's election because they know that you know they cannot criticize Valencia. Valencia is a big uh, club here, and they know they cannot criticize Valencia in any way because they would lose votes. So it's just a very baffling and very disappointing and and disgusting even. Uh, way to to see everyone's pretty much everyone's reaction to to this matter you know valencia saying that only three three four five people were involved also other members saying members from the media saying that oh there were uh, you know these videos uh, have uh, have been edited with uh, with a fake audio while La Sexta showed today another footage, another video proving that, you know, there were actually tens, if not hundreds of people mm, calling Vinicius uh, this stuff two hours before the game. It's just, uh, it's just very, very disgraceful. One, I also, because to be honest, I did not expect him to be this uh, strong and this committed to it. I have to tip my hat off for, uh, to Xavi. I thought his words were, were brilliant. Mm, obviously this is what he should have said like we're complimenting Xavi for saying what he should have said but you know some it's good to have uh, Xavi's support in this case considering that he's obviously the face of uh, of Barcelona and that you know that support has not been that frequent uh, in other clubs or in other uh, instances of the Spanish society so I thought Xavi was uh, brought a breath of fresh air in this regard um, yeah, I, I appreciate Chavi's comments and I, um, also I think just, just so it should be noted, um, in times like this, I think with social media, what tends to happen is like, for example, I, uh, wrote the Roberto Carlos thing, um, that resurfaced on Twitter since Sunday with Pep Guardiola and, you know, I think everyone's seen it by now. I yeah. think the biggest difference between now and then is that social media exists, right? And everyone's on social media. So what, what, what at least we have now 
And again, I, I've, I've said this is the only good thing is that you've seen a lot of, lot of people come out and support Vinicius, whether that be players, ex-players, coaches, opposing uh, a players. Not, you know, it shouldn't go. Celebrities, you mean? yeah, yeah, uh, celebrities. Any decent person, really, um, who has a working brain and a good head on their shoulders, has supported Vinicius, including it shouldn't go unnoticed that you know the Barca players and coaches. I mean, that's important because, like, you know, we're talking about something that goes beyond, way beyond rivalry and football. So, all that stuff is a good, good thing that didn't exist like during Roberto Carlos's time, right? Uh, you all, but also while it amplifies a lot of good people, social media also amplifies a lot of bad people, and you also kind of see just some of the stuff also that it's a minority, but it's a loud minority of people who justify racism and still don't quite grasp and get it why there is systemic and cultural racism that exists that they just refuse to acknowledge and they, they become part of the problem. You see that side of it too. I, I also just want to say, you know, there are still people who are in my mentions saying, Keon, but don't you think Vinicius could have reacted better? Actually, no, I don't. If thousands of people were chanting monkey chants at me, I would do much worse than telling them they're going down to Segunda. So, in fact, I actually want to thank Vinicius for being polite because I think I would have done much worse to, in reaction to that. I can't imagine what that must be like, to, what, what that must feel like. And, and I've said this many times that I, you know, I don't think he's gotten the full support of his teammates. I think he got the support of some of his teammates on Sunday. And, uh, and Carlo, I think, taking a, a good stance Sunday as well. You know, the the problem is the person in charge is absolutely out of his mind, Javier Tebas. <laughs> if it were me, Lucas, <laughs> and again, I don't care about football at, at this point, I would, I don't want to, I think the team should just consider not playing tomorrow. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they will play tomorrow. But I think they would, I would absolutely support the idea of them just not walking on the pitch tomorrow. Sending a strong message, yeah. Um, even maybe walking on the pitch, but staying in the, you know, staying put or staying still for the for the first two three minutes or something like that. Yeah, something a strong message. A strong message should be sent. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just back just to take this all the way back. I mean, we can take this all the all the way back, but just to take it back for this argument, back in September, in that derby against Atlético. Mm-hmm. It's actually gotten worse since then, mm-hmm. not better. And it, the reason why it's got worse, I think, is because it's just allowed, and fans get emboldened by the fact that they don't get punished, and they keep going, they keep doing it because they think it's okay, because they just fear feel for whatever reason they're genetically superior, which is insane. And second of all, no one's holding them accountable for it, so they become become emboldened, and they don't fear the system, so they can keep going at it. You see so, that video from from La Sexta, Gideon, when you know outside the stadium two hours before the game, you know there are like five or six policemen <laughs> watching this, and they do nothing. They do nothing. They don't. They don't tell them to stop. They don't take them to to jail later. They don't. I don't know. They don't arrest them. They do nothing. They do nothing. They and that and that's something that gets me. You know, it's how is this allowed? Like. It's just, uh, it's just ridiculous. I just, it's so like, I, I, it's amazing to me that 
these people exist. Like I sometimes I sometimes I need to do a better job of remembering what reality is like because it's outside of my reality. But I remember sitting at the Derby at the Metropolitano and I remember feeling really, really uncomfortable and sick to my stomach. And the same thing that happened in Valencia where the justification was no, we said tonto, not mono. It became a justification that were, I mean, Ancelotti spoke about it today, that whether you're saying tonto or mono, you're directing abuse at a black player. And second of all, it is documented that mono was said. And you can't, you if you want, you can mistake mono for tonto but you can't mistake the monkey chants, the noises. Mm-hmm. That cannot be misinterpreted, no matter how much you try to spin it. That existed. That existed at the Metropolitano, and it existed at the Mestaya, both of those cases. And they still try to double down this idea, calling... I, quite frankly, I didn't know Super Deporte existed before Sunday. Um, But they... The night... I mean, this... Everyone's seen it by now, I think. That day or the day after... It was about they called Ancelotti a liar on their front page, and then today, Mestalla is a first class stadium. Was uh, the headline? Do you want to explain what the cover was today? You you can say it better than me. Yeah, they basically had like a stop sign with a hand there and 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 a big like enough's enough yeah, as the headline, and you know all. Oh. They're taking a stance against racism. And then they went and they bulleted like three different points. Pretty much to sum it up, saying that this is a campaign from the Madrid media to make Valencia look bad. I'm just summarizing. Um, I just want to go back to what can be done at this point. Because I think that's what we have to focus the dialogue on. I really liked what Ian Wright said today. Um, He said you have to take action where it affects them the most, most, and that's their pockets. When money is involved, maybe they'll actually start to listen. So what he means is that basically just don't play. You know, if you're closing the stadiums, you lose your ticket revenue. That's the only way. Like, I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't come to this yet. Point deduction. Point deduction. Yes, point deductions. Uh, you know, they will police themselves. Why are we looking at point deductions for Valencia? Why? Also, has there been any talk? I'm a little bit out of the loop for this no, part. No, of it, maybe no. you know, but has there been any talk about rescinding the red car or at least re- retrospective punishment for Hugo Duro, for example? No, 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 no. Nothing like that's going to happen. And about point deduction, it's true that you know, from a legal standpoint, you cannot do that now because it's not written anywhere. You know, you have to create the rules for that to happen from now from now on. It's true that right now for Valencia, you cannot deduct points for them because it's not written in any rule. So it would be kind of, I mean, I'm not saying it's unfair, like illegal, really, even. It's not written in any rules, unfortunately, but they should uh, consider this for the future. I think the fans, the fan bases would police themselves. Like if if point deduction was a reality, I'm sure that as, as soon as one fan started to, to do any kind of monkey noises, uh, in these games, the fans near or alongside uh, this fan 
would definitely uh, force uh, these ones to stop, you know. They would police themselves, I believe. So, Because, I, look, I, I do not believe the 46,000, like Ancelotti said today, I do not believe the 46,000 people in Mestalla are racist racially abuse abuse Vinicius. I know people who look my my father in uh, my father-in-law go, goes to Mestalla every week. He he's not a racist. Uh, he's not uh, he definitely wasn't involved in this kind of shit. But um, you know one way for them to actually take action and 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 prevent this from happening would be to implement a point deduction system where you know you would actually uh, force these fan bases to police themselves that's that's pretty much the only way i can find but i also just want to point this out i think the people who focus on oh well the entire country is not racist are missing the point this is not the point you're just basically using these words to digress and talk about something completely different these are semantics yeah. Every, anyone who is has half a brain knows Vinicius was not saying every single person in Spain is a racist. Of course, Absolutely. everybody knows that. There is systemic racism. There's ingrained racism within cultures, including, by the way, I spoke about this yesterday on the Churros podcast, including a, C- Canada, who has a lot of racism deeply rooted in the country. It doesn't mean every single person in Canada is racist. Quite frankly, there's actually a lot of people who are championing against this to change doesn't mean they're racist, but they, it does mean that as an institution and as a country, there's a lot of racism ingrained in the country. Every The way we've treated indigenous people in the country, the way we've eradicated a lot of them, taken away their rights and freedoms, and still indigenous people in Canada fight that to this day. And a lot of people are trying to champion them. Canada has racism in its country. It's deeply rooted. It doesn't mean every single Canadian is racist. It means a lot of Canadians are actually trying to change that. Same thing is happening in Spain and La Liga. And you can see the systemic racism with the denial of Javier Tebas, the denial of Super Deporte, and all of these little... The Valencia fans, yeah. ...have to be dealt with, right? It's yeah. all systemic. Um, where was I going with this? Uh... How to take action, maybe? How to take action. Um... Fines will not be enough. I think it has to be like really, really serious topics like this require dramatic, the dramatic reactions. I think you just have to stop playing. Mm-hmm. I agree, and force them to play the next five games behind closed doors. And if that happens again, that same season point deduction. That that's the only way. The only way to do this is to force the fan bases to police themselves. Is the yeah. only way, really. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, I also think, I mean, everyone, I think, has this onus in La Liga, to be honest. But I think as the two biggest clubs in Spain, forget Atletico, who, unlike Real Madrid and Barcelona, Atletico did not ban their ultras from the stadium. In oh, fact, no. they worked together with them. So Absolutely. I don't count on them at all for anything. But I think Real Madrid and Barcelona as the two biggest clubs in Spain. They should get together and actually just not play these remaining three games. Certainly, if there was ever a time to do it, it would probably be now because Barca's have already won the league and Real Madrid are you know, going to finish third or second. It doesn't matter. kind of does matter financially, but at this point. Nothing to play for. What, yeah. Like, Imagine if, if La Liga actually punished them for not playing. The PR would just amplify. Quite frankly, if they did that, it probably wouldn't be a bad thing because then it would just amplify even more, you know, what kind of people mm-hmm. are running the league. So, uh, I yeah, I, I really think, I, I echo everything that has been said by Rio Ferdinand from Ian Wright, Carlo Ancelotti, Xavi. I think you just stop, stop playing. I completely agree with all these takes. I also want to say one more thing. The transcript from the stoppage in play at the Mestalla, El Golazo de Gol, they, uh, they released a, trans- a transcription of what was being said between the referee and the players. And the referee said multiple times, guys, I have to make an announcement to the stadium to stop the racist insults. And if they do it again, then we stop the game. But they did it again, and the game wasn't stopped. So... um yeah, I know the VAR referee was fired from that game. Uh, I, I don't know if any further action will be taken on the referee. The VAR referee, to be clear, was fired because he, he chose biased images to show to the referee when Vinicius was given the red card. Uh, I also, you know, Lucas, I... I Marka put out that thing today, like... It's not enough to be, I don't know what the wording was. It's not enough to not be racist. Not to be a racist, you have to be an anti-racist, yeah. Better late than never, even if it's through PR damage control. The night of the game, they put out a headline that Vinicius attacked Hugo Duro and gets to get a red card. So if you haven't watched the game or you haven't seen the images, you would literally might believe that headline, you know? Um and at managing Madrid, I think we've been very careful to award it the other way. Like instead of saying Vinicius attacked or Vinicius sent off, it's Vinicius defended himself from being choked, essentially, you know. And, and and I think the media has a huge responsibility. I think a lot of the media, like from what I've seen, maybe I'm not fully educated, but whether it's BBC, CNN, uh, ESPN, these guys have all done a pretty good job, The Guardian. Uh, but some of these Spanish publications have fumbled it. And in the case of Marca, at least trying to rectify it, in the case of Super Deportes, somehow doubling down, which is really quite insane. But it, I suppose that's what they... Well, just they keep doing they this in Valencia, man. I, I live here. I I know people. I follow some people on Instagram. Now, maybe not now anymore, but, you know, people who I went to school with and really hardcore Valencia fans. 
saying, hey, Mestalla should be respected, you know, not the entirety of Mestalla is not a racist stadium, which again, not 46,000 of the fans what, who attended the, the, the game uh, did this. But, you know, this whole narrative that, you know, the Madrid press are trying to, uh, ov- like, there's literally, they literally believe that the Madrid press is overreacting with this and that Ancelotti also, also overreacted by saying that, you know, the racist stuff happened inside the stadium. Like, the world is overreacting. They say that, you know, you cannot um, make a general statement because of, you know, because of the fact that four or five fans did this. So this this is the, the whole narrative in Valencia as the city. So, yeah. terrible. Um, I love how Vinicius overreacted, but, you know, choking someone is not overreacting or calling mm-hmm. somebody a monkey is not overreacting, but it's Vinicius who's overreacting, right? That's what we've been fed the whole time. It's complete BS. Um, I, I just kind of, I feel bad because I'm like, my energy has been off since that game. I feel like my brain is not working properly and it's been very like heavy, heavy topics and, and not much to, to, to joy about, to be joyful about. And I think the listeners probably feel that from us, but we were just being kind of congruent to how we feel right now. This is, this is some, sometimes it's just, this is the way we have to tackle things because that's the way we feel and we're not going to, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how we can spin it different ways or talk about football in moments like this, but is there anything you feel that we, uh, we have to touch on too that hasn't been touched on yet? Not really. I'm just. You know, these rumors saying that Vinicius is considering his future elsewhere or something like that. I don't give them much traction, even though it's true that Vinicius himself kind of suggested it in his first statement on Twitter. I, I think that ultimately he's committed to to stop racism inside Spain and to be a good, uh, to be like the leading example for in this fight. So... I yeah. don't give don't give these rumors much traction. Me neither. I w- I would just want to say something about that rumor. Um I I don't think it will get to the stage where Vinicius ends up leaving. Me neither. I think if the club d- defend him and they should have defended him a long time ago but they're at least taking action now. But if if re- if like he genuinely loves the club if he does decide to leave, I wouldn't blame him at all. But I I just want to say that I don't think he'll leave, but the the report came from like I from the Athletic and I trust both Mario and Guille. Mm-hmm. Um two repeatable journalists who I don't think would make something like that up and uh I I believe if Vinicius' entourage told them that then uh I I believe them that, that that's what they told him to, told them. But I do just want to say that it it could be just something that they they told them and and not something that they're actually actionably taking taking action on or pursuing to leave. If that makes sense. Yeah, my actual take on this is that Vinicius and Vinicius Real Madrid and maybe also Vinicius's camp are kind of maybe spreading this rumor in order to increase their leverage in this fight against racism because they know that. La Liga would be in huge trouble uh, if Vinicius sleeps, you know. So I think they're kind of trying to gain some leverage in this fight against racism, kind of to force maybe La Liga to do something to take like a strong action against uh, against racism by saying, "Hey, 
you're missing on some big stars here if you don't stop this shit, you know? Well, the Maybe worst part did. is, like, nothing that Vinicius said actually moved Tebas, I don't think. Like, it... Yeah, yeah, I know. So, like, how much does he actually care if Vinicius leaves? I mean, he should care. It's the league's premier star right now. Um, He should care. Like, he's going actively going out of his way to piss him off when Vinicius has already suffered enough. Like, just leave him alone and take action. Like, get off social media. It's insane. Yeah. And I, I and <laughs> what irks me, man, he retweets all of his own tweets proudly. Like, <laughs> hey, just in case you missed, I said this great thing. Just like you know, when when Rubiales comes out and is the moral compass, you know, you know <laughs> things are. <clears throat> so yeah, um, we got. I mean, our next podcast I think is going to be on Thursday in two days. We're going to do a mailbag. We already have several questions that have come in through Discord. So that'll be on patreon.com slash managing Madrid. I'm sure we'll have new things to talk about. I mean, we have a game tomorrow, which uh, kind of creeps up that um, Real Madrid will be playing against Raya Vallecano at the Bernabeu earlier kickoff. So we'll do that. We'll do a post-game show there for pa- on for patrons. And then on Thursday, Lucas and I will address questions that come in through Discord. So... uh. Sorry to all our listeners for the the low energy, the low mood, or whatever you want to call it on this podcast. And uh, I guess we got to keep doing our job and uh, cover the game tomorrow. But yeah, well, Lucas and I will 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 answer some more questions on on Thursday that come in. Thanks, man. Congrats on the Nuggets, by the way. Four nil. Thanks, wow. Ken. Four more. We only need four more, man. Four, four more, more to write history. Uh, Real Madrid Baloncesto. Euroleague oh, champions. huge! You watch it live. No, I mean it was. During ah, the game. you missed that. I, I know. know. I was just refreshing the score. Tune in for the last two seconds, know, two minutes or so, man. <laughs> it was hard. Like there was so much going on at the Mestalla too. You know, if true, it was true. if it was nothing going on, it'd be more. But I kept refreshing. I actually was surprised that we won by the end of it because we were down every time I was checking in the fourth quarter, and then by the end I was like seventy nine, seventy eight. Yes, it was like that's European DNA right there. So absolutely, absolutely, huge congrats to the whole. The whole roster, the whole team, I've been vocal about about them for the last years or so. I think they deserve huge credit, huge recognition from every single manager this star around the world, even though obviously, you know, they're not as popular as a as a football soccer team. So, great. Yeah. Nuggets Heat, who would have saw that coming? Certainly not the Heat part anyway. Um, <laughs> Going to be an interesting finals. All right, Lucas. Thanks, man. Talk, talk Thursday. Peace. Yes, sir. Sports Social Podcast Network.